0: Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in depth, long form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.
1: Support for Off the Walls comes from Janice Henderson Investors, celebrating more than 89 years of helping clients with their financial goals. Janice Henderson, investing in a brighter future together. Janice Henderson,
0: Support for Off the Walls comes from Credit Union of Colorado, offering a 15 month certificate of deposit with a 5.85% return. Learn more at cuofco.org/slash/cd. Credit Union of Colorado is banking members can trust.
2: It was the spring of 2020. Coronavirus mandatory lockdowns and economic uncertainty was everywhere. And an artist named Jody Herrera had an idea.
0: I had this opportunity to create a mural in Five Points, in what they call as the Rhino Art District, right, now that it's been gentrified.
2: Jody wanted to use the mural to recognize the departure of African Americans from a neighborhood they'd once thrived in. Then on a warm sunny day in the spring of 2020, Jody walked into a cafe and met Fatima.
0: She made me cry, like just watching her interact with her uh, with her community with her it was more than her, her customers. It was like her extended family. And just how everybody knew about this and that, and she really cared, gave everybody a warm hug.
3: She just had like a, a good time, just kind of hanging out and just seeing me in my element.
2: There, in the oldest black-owned restaurant in Denver, Jody met Fatima Dickerson, the general manager of Welton Street Cafe, and Fatima knows everyone in the Five Points neighborhood. Jody knew she had found her mural subject. And Fatima was pretty excited about it.
3: For artists, they have to be able to connect to their subject. You know, Um, and had she not known me, uh, or at least spent that little bit of time with me, they wouldn't have been able to produce what they produced. You know, Um, so it was it was really fun just to know that she's in a space where she's doing beautiful art and recognizing beautiful women of color you know and so there was there was connection there
2: the connection between these two women created a spark jody knew that this meeting was special she found a kindred spirit in fatima and it made jody think of a question she had been struggling to answer. How do you define community? Is it a place, a specific group of people, a neighborhood, or maybe it's a person? What makes community, community? This is Off the Walls, a podcast from Denverite and Colorado Public Radio about the stories and the people behind Denver's street art. I'm Kibway Cooper. I'm a podcast producer, musician, and art enthusiast who recently moved from the Midwest.
1: I'm Emily Williams. I'm a podcast producer and a journalist, and I love stories about history and art. We're both fascinated by the murals that we see all over Denver, these larger-than-life pieces of art.
2: In this episode, I wanted to explore a part of Denver that, for me as a Black man, gives me a feeling of being connected. The historic Five Points neighborhood was once known as the Harlem of the West, with jazz legends like Billie Holiday, Louis Armstrong, and Miles Davis playing in the local Black clubs. But that wasn't by accident. Starting in the 1930s, officials forced Black and Brown folks into the Five Points neighborhood using racist housing policies federal agencies drew bright red outlines around neighborhoods where mostly BIPOC folks lived. They denied everyone inside of those lines access to mortgages and financial services. So if you lived in that line, you were stuck. You couldn't leave the red area because you couldn't get a mortgage from the bank. And you couldn't get a mortgage from the bank because you lived inside that area. That policy was called redlining. Redlining affected African American communities for decades. The low property values, way lower than the nearby white communities, created the perfect conditions for gentrification. Now, decades later, wealthy people, often white, snatch up cheap property in formerly redlined communities, The property values rise and so does the rent. So the neighborhood you used to know and recognize starts to go away.
3: This was the black community. When you talk about black entrepreneurship, there was the shoe shine place, the shoe repair place, Mr. Joe's, Minerva's hats. She sold hats and other like nice dresses. Um, There was a gift shop. There was like an ice cream shop, there were multiple Black eateries um, down in the points. It was community.
2: Though there were many changes to the neighborhood, gentrification couldn't erase Black culture or Welton Street Cafe. So, Emily, what do you think about Jody and Fatima meeting at the cafe?
1: What you just described to me is a very feminine energy.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So I like to, of course, we weren't there for that meeting, but I do, I, imagining it, I, I just feel like I, I get that. Yeah. Especially if you meet, I don't know, another woman that has that kind of similar energy. Mm-hmm.
2: The both of them are very fierce in their own way. You know, they're not the type of person who has to be the center of attention. Oh, but they could be at a moment's notice. Jody talked about wanting to create some sense of justice within marginalized communities that deserve to be to exist and to be acknowledged, and she does that in a in a fine arts way. And so she brings this humanity, and she presents it in like this tapestry of colors and symbols. And I think that. What Fathima does is take the foods from all these various cultures that she's a part of, as well as that, you know, the slavery and racism has brought to the forefront, you know, which we now call soul food. And she creates this tapestry of love and connection and safety with it. They're very kindred spirits.
3: Good morning. So, let's walk across the street real quick okay. so you can see Brother Jeff. You know Brother Jeff?
2: I don't know who Brother Jeff is. Who's Brother Jeff?
3: Brother Jeff is Brother Jeff. You, you know know, <laughs> you, you know Jeff. I'm
2: new out here, you know this. When I met Fatima, yeah, so I realized her whole world spanned five blocks along Welton Street. That was her hood, her people, her home, her cafe. Her entire world is Welton Street. Today, if you're walking down Welton Street, you'll see a mix of older shops, abandoned storefront businesses, homeless encampments, newly designed loft residences, new, trendy coffee shops and eateries, and virtually no Black people.
3: I remember everything when it was Black. I remember. Yeah. I remember that. Wow. And so, for people to... um Relocate either different parts of the city or different states, and they come back to what's familiar.
2: It's always fascinating to me to hear from folks who have survived the change and who still maintain perspective, even though their neighborhoods look much different. What makes Welton Street Cafe special? Why does the community see this place as theirs? Well, a lot of it comes down to a person, Fathima. But it's also about food.
3: Our food identity is more of a West Indies influence because my family's from St. Thomas. And so, because a lot of Black folks have like Southern roots, this is how we marry the two. We have a mixture of traditional soul, like fried chicken, cornbread, collard greens. And then we have some of our Caribbean favorites, like jerk chicken, curry. We offer as specials, pâtés, you know. So the two are married, um, and I think that's what's really been able to sustain our business and set us apart from other soul food eateries is because we are not just a Southern cuisine. We are Caribbean soul cuisine.
2: For Fatima, it's not about feeding people.
3: What we've established here at Welton Street Cafe is always more than food. It's about the care. It's about community. For me,
2: listening to this response shows how special Fatima is and what she means to this community it helps me understand why Jody chose to represent the community with a face fatima dickerson but when i asked fatima what she thought when jody approached her about being in a mural her response was different than i would have expected
3: i felt like it was so random you know like you never know who's watching you it was just like i was like oh, okay well thank you
2: what Fatima didn't know is that Jodi was especially interested in capturing not so much the cafe's life, but Fatima's life. Jodi is passionate about representing women of color in her art, especially in places where people of color are rapidly disappearing. Jodi was raised in Taos, New Mexico, and is recognized internationally for her women's empowerment work as an activist. So connecting with Fatima was the perfect meeting of the minds. Jodi's art projects have always depicted strong women of color, and then it kicked up a notch during college.
0: I only started painting really in college, and I started doing this series where uh, I tell the stories of women that have been through some hardship and tell their stories using symbolism from their background. So I'm basically visually narrating their story in their painting.
2: Jody uses a technique called photorealism in her paintings to fully capture a person.
0: So you can get the likeliness of them and remember them and remember who they are. And also look into their eyes and see it for yourself, right?
2: it seems like fate brought Jody and Fatima together.
0: One thing that, you know, we really con- connect on is just having pure love and being pulled by our passion to create justice and to create space for marginalized people and for our own experience, right? That we will not only do we belong, but it's beautiful and it's rich and and you have the opportunity to see it or it could be upsetting and your demise if you don't (laughs) you know what i mean but i think i think that's what kind of we hold in common is just being able to have the passion to be able to um to just create some sense of justice and also space for for individuals and cultures that need to thrive and exist and be acknowledged, right?
2: For Jodi, there was something about Fatima that reminded her of her own childhood experiences, learning to believe in herself.
0: Learning from my mom, just learning how to, to stand my ground and what I believe in and to believe in myself and work hard towards that. And, um, and also know that you can you can make a living off of your art. You know, it was really important to see that as a, as a you know, especially as a woman of color. And um, yeah, so it was, she's, she's a badass.
2: Jody knew she wanted an urban, ethereal edge to her fine art, photorealistic style for this mural. So she brought in a painter named Miles Toland. He's from New Mexico, too. As soon as Miles heard about Jody's project to paint Fatima, he knew it was right up his alley.
3: She was easy to work with. She's just such a bright spirit. It was a hell yes. It It was an easy project to dive into.
2: Miles was coming into this project from a very unique place.
3: A lot of my work, where I feel the most imaginative, is like right after i wake up in bed but i'm still in that liminal space sleeping and waking and i feel like i can sort of consciously guide my dream side kind of kicks into gear and starts just like bringing these really wild ideas into that like into that project space
2: with the team set they began the process of creating the mural
1: and i love the fact that the artist jody was kind of grappling with this task of painting a mural in this neighborhood at all and just the the fact that it happened so organically is really special fatima does have that kind of personality that i could i can totally imagine that she's wondering what do i do who do i paint and then she walks into this restaurant meets her and it's like light bulb fireworks like this is it this is the person
2: After the break, Fatima discovers that she has to be a model for this painting. And that proves to be an interesting project of self-discovery. Hey, it's Kibway. I wanted to let you know about a collaboration we're doing with Apple Maps. It's a guided tour of the murals and special places you've heard about in the show. To check it out, go to apple.co slash offthewalls. You'll find a guide to some of the coolest public art in Colorado and photos of the murals we talk about in Off the Walls. That's apple.co slash offthewalls. Jodi takes pride in creating lifelike portraits of inspiring women of color, and it's vital for her subject to feel a personal connection to the piece. And in this mural, it was no different. Fatima had a lot of input into what her face would look like on this public wall in her neighborhood. Jodi was determined to get it exactly right.
3: I took like 70 portraits to prep for the mural. I took these selfies in my apartment and I had to take it in good light, no filters, no filters. And that's hard for women today. Women today are just like, okay, if my face ain't beat, if I don't have on a filter, And I was like, yeah, I was very raw. I was very naked in the portraits. Like, because it was just my face. Like, people are afraid to show their face. And I was like, yeah, no, I'll do it. You know, it's no problem. And so, um, yeah, it was tough. Because I was like, is this angle right? So me and Jody are like texting back and forth. She's like, well, maybe just get your hand this way your head like and i'm like oh my gosh i don't know do i smile do i not smile and all of those things and the colors she asked me she said what color do you want like to be in it and i said well probably yellow because i was going through at the time a whole different like spiritual awakening Because I was really on this quest of who am I? So the world was showing up differently for me, you know. And every time I went outside, I saw yellow. I saw, you know, and like people would call me Sunshine that I didn't even know. Like, good morning, Sunshine. And I'm like, good morning. You know, how you doing?
2: As the mural process progressed, the pandemic worsened.
3: Because it was during COVID, one of the things that um, I fought with was um, wearing a mask, because of how many people w- loved my smile when they came into Welton Street. People would come in and get hugs, and they'd be like, your smile made my day. You know what I'm saying? So it was, it's all of the things when it comes to food. But um, yeah, that was that was tough for me. That was super, super tough.
2: Suddenly, businesses everywhere were in lockdown. It was a crazy time. Businesses couldn't see when things would ever return to normal. The longer the lockdowns and the restrictions lasted, the harder it became for Fatima to survive economically.
3: For the people who patronize Welton Street Cafe, they want to come in and see the people and feel the environment. like. Takeout for us, especially during COVID, it was hard for the community because they weren't able to, you know, love on each other the way they want to or see people.
2: In March of 2020, Fatima was forced to close Welton Street Cafe. Denver 9 News covered the closure. If one were searching for a history lesson on Black establishments in Five Points, Welton Street Kitchen is your crash course. It's been a staple here on 27th in Welton since 1999 and in the Five Points community for far longer, but now these doors are closing for good.
3: This is an emotional conversation. This is um, life and death happening at the same time in the Black community.
2: In the fall of 2020, Jody and Miles Finished the mural. They named it Queen Fathima. I'm standing in front of the Queen Fathima mural, and from top to bottom, you see this earthy green colored painting um, that gradually, as it goes down towards the parking lot, it turns into a bright yellow. And at the center is a photo, a painting of Vathema Dickerson's face. And her eyes are closed and she looks very stoic and peaceful. And she's wearing a head wrap, which is actually a flower. And there's text that almost looks like Sanskrit. And it says, food for the soul, Queen of Five Points, with Fatima's face right in the middle. Um, It's absolutely beautiful. They were able to capture so much of her strength and also so much softness in the features of her face. Her eyes are closed in the painting, um, but she just looks so peaceful. And this beautiful head wrap. I grew up seeing all these head wraps. Uh, my sisters, my mom, so many of my dear friends and aunties, um, all these Black women, you know, they they wore these head wraps uh, to keep themselves cool, to get their hair off of their neck um, and just to jazz things up. Standing in front of the Queen Fatima mural, I got this weird desire to hug the wall. I didn't, of course, but I wanted to. Seeing Fatima a black woman honored in this way really made me feel validated. Fatima isn't a celebrity or a famous musician. She's not a trope of wokeness. She's a real black woman whose service, whose love has created so much joy in her community. That's honestly all I've ever wanted. So in some small way, her acknowledgement is a win for me too. Fatima and the Dickerson family are still serving at various events and community lunches. They're determined to keep Welton Street alive, and they have help from their dedicated team. Leah Andrews, who's the social media manager of the now-traveling Welton Street Cafe, says... Serving the community is how you stay relevant. And she's known Fatima for a long time.
3: That's why we pulled up to Dazzle tonight, because we thought about it's summer, there's music, there's black folk. Shout out to, again, same cloth. Uh, One of the singers went to East High School. We all went to East High School. Fatima went to East High School. We're all Denverites. And that's also what I think about, Mm -hmm. is we have to hold on to the staples here in Denver.
2: But for Fatima, it's just not the same as the old cafe experience.
3: The Welton Street Cafe experience is something that you have to be there. You cannot like you can't go to that 7-Eleven and that 7-Eleven and you know that Chick-fil-A is like the same. Like it's not the same. And so we're not aspiring to be um, everywhere. We're aspiring to to be here. Yeah. and and make sure that we are able to um, use our legacy to save this community.
2: So, after a few years of catering, Fatima has done the unthinkable. The community has raised money and Fatima herself has thrown everything she owns at financing Welton Street Cafe at a new location on Welton Street. That's where I met Fathima for the last time. I brought a photographer with me as we explored the new space.
3: What are you doing? Hey man, I'm here to take your picture with him. Really? Yeah, we're colleagues. So, right here, we're on 28th in Wellton. This is about a block and a half north from our longtime location on 27th. And, um... Yeah, this this corner is coming along. So this space is actually over 3,000 square feet. And so this will double our capacity from the old Welton Street. This is our little waiting area. This will be some like windows here. This space right here, we're gonna have like a a larger, like, table for people who want, like, community or...
2: While the new Welton Street Cafe is under construction, seeing that mural keeps Fatima more determined than ever.
3: It was like my blossom season. Like, I was opening up to become this woman, you know, um, that I'm still riding this... this this wave, I'm still not who I am yet, but it love always exists and it does not change. It does not go anywhere.
2: So we started the show looking at the meaning of community. The word community is often thrown around, coined to refer to marginalized groups, and used to denote a sense of belonging, while at the same time, ignoring its crucial ingredients looking at the queen fatima mural reminds me that community equals love respect and in this case community has been exemplified in a person queen fatima dickerson of welton street cafe
3: we're writing a fairy tale (laughs) i will say that we're writing a fairy tale um Fairy tales have love stories. This is a love story, you know. Welton Street Cafe is about love, and um, I can't wait.
2: When I got back to the studio, I couldn't wait to share all that I had discovered about the Five Points neighborhood and the Queen Fatima mural.
1: I really like how she says that in everything she's she's guided by love and i feel like she comes she comes back to that again and again and it's this real kind of feminine power to mm-hmm. her you know there's there's power in approaching everything with love and a generous spirit and welcoming people mm-hmm. there's so much there's so much power in that that generous spirit where you have something but you you yeah. share it so yeah. everybody can have it mm. so.
2: She possesses this very old energy that, which is why I call her ancestral, because to me, it's really hard to feel safe anymore wherever I am. And people who understand how to provide safety from your own anxieties and the world and everything else, It gives you a space in which you can be your highest self because love is present. Mm -hmm. And love makes you want to reciprocate. Love makes you want to do the absolute best that you can. And the way that she approaches things, it kind of quiets the noise of expectation and creates space To only give and receive in love. You only get a few of those people in life.
1: 100%.
2: You only get a few of them.
1: 100%.
2: And when you meet them, you got to hold on to them.
1: You can find the mural in a parking lot off Walnut Street between 27th and 28th Streets in Denver.
2: You can find and follow Welton Street Cafe on Facebook and Instagram. You can see photos of the mural on cpr.org. There's a link in the show notes. We're the hosts of Off the Walls. I'm Kidboy Cooper.
1: And I'm Emily Williams. This episode was written, reported, and mixed by Kidboy Cooper. Our editor is Joe Erickson. Brad Turner is our executive producer. Off the Walls is a production of Denverite and Colorado Public Radio, part of the NPR Network. Support for Off the Walls comes from Janice Henderson Investors, celebrating more than 89 years of helping clients with their financial goals. Janice Henderson, investing in a brighter future together. JaniceHenderson.com
0: Support for Off the Walls comes from Credit Union of Colorado, offering a new Visa Signature credit card with 2% cashback rewards on all purchases. Credit Union of Colorado is banking members can trust. More at cuofco.org slash signature.
2: Hey, it's Kibway. I wanted to let you know about a collaboration we're doing with Apple Maps. It's a guided tour of the murals and special places you've heard about in the show. To check it out, go to apple.co slash off the walls. You'll find a guide to some of the coolest public art in Colorado and Photos of the murals we talk about in Off the Walls. That's apple.co off the walls.